It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Chase Young is back, but does that mean that Chase Young will actually be back for the Washington Commanders this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons? We're going to discuss why or why not right now on Locked On Commanders. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Commanders fans to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison. My co-host sitting right next to me or speaking right next to me, depending on how you're consuming this episode, is Chris the Rooster Russell. Both of us are credentialed members of the evil DC media covering the Washington Commanders. Chris doing it for the Team 980. I'm doing it for Washington or for Commander Country, rather, SI.com's fan nation. Find Chris and his co-host Pete Methurst. On the Team 980 live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to the noon Eastern, or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. Ah, uh, David, you know what's not evil? That is prize picks. Prize picks and prizepicks.com. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is presented by the not evil prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Again, use the promo code locked on. Thanks again for making us your first listen and view of the day. And David, we start with two huge roster moves, one on each side for this Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons at FedEx Field. And guess what? It's finally happened. Monday afternoon, Ron Rivera announced to reporters that Chase Young is finally activated from the IR to the 53. We knew this was coming because the deadline was by Wednesday. But David, does this guarantee in your mind that we see Chase Young in uniform on the field Sunday against the Falcons? Absolutely not. No, 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 it does not. Um, look, 
Last we've been told, Chase Young still isn't doing really everything you want to see him doing 100% on the practice field, and that is uh, a concern. I don't want to call it a problem. I'll just say that is a concern. And until Chase Young, and this is, you know, Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera kind of have all said the same thing, until Chase Young can do this stuff 100% on the practice field consistently, and then, you know, as Coach Rivera has said time and time again, the next day is really the important day. You know, get, let's, let's get a couple of full-on practices under our belt and then have him come in the next day feeling good, uh, you know, physically and, and feeling confident on uh, on the, I mean, both surgically repaired knees, right? Like that's, that's the issue. So, no, it, it does not guarantee that Chase Young is going to be back. And honestly, when you kind of look at the trajectory of the team, you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things where you kind of gamble because if you don't play him, out of an abundance of caution, which is a term we've heard very often with with injured commanders so far from Ron Rivera, and this team gets gashed by Marcus Mariota, you know, somehow, like, that's going to be a PR problem. Like, there's going to be people who throw it back at Ron's face. I will go ahead on the record and say that if that were to happen, I will still come on this show and say, look, I still support that mentality and, and what Ron did because that's what I would do if I were in Coach Rivera's situations. I would say, you know what, even if he's at 98%, if we need two more weeks to get him to 100, come out of the bye with a 100% healthy, you know, Chase Young, uh, relatively speaking, I would take that time if it were up to me. Right. And you got to remember, James Smith-Williams, Casey Tuhill, and and really F.A. Obata, the three of those guys have really combined to man that right defensive end position and even spell Montez Sweat at times. And they've done a more than solid and respectable job. Now, JSW did get banged up a little bit on Sunday, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, certainly that could factor in based on the practice plan, and they'll have a little bit of a different schedule this week because of Thanksgiving and so on and so forth. So we'll have to wait and see game statuses and injury reports and who can practice and who not. But there really is no rush because of the way the the big three if you will are playing there really is no rush to rush chase young back and one other thing that i'll give you real quickly before we get to the other side of the uh, aisle if you will you know marcus mariota this is a tough matchup for a guy like chase young for anybody but a guy like chase young coming back who hasn't played football in over a year If you go back and watch an early touchdown pass, uh, and we know how mobile he has been throughout his career. It's been his saving grace for whatever his career has turned out to be from a former number two overall pick from Oregon. You go back, their first touchdown Atlanta on Sunday, he rolled and scrambled to his left, his non-natural throwing side, and flung a pass from basically the sideline across his body to Drake London, who was also running from basically the opposite side and across the end zone. So, you know, that would be Chase Young's natural side. You want Chase Young scrambling around Chase and Mark? I don't know about that. Just be careful about what you wish for. So I think we're in agreement that just because they had to activate him so they wouldn't lose him for the rest of the year, it does not mean uh, that they will play. Now, quickly on to the big injury for the Atlanta Falcons that actually helps the Washington Commanders out. And that is stud tight end slash receiver Kyle Pitts on IR as of Monday afternoon with a torn MCL. So not only will he miss this game, David, but Atlanta trying to chase a playoff spot. And on the outside looking in, he'll miss at least the next four games for the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a rough break. And, you know, and you look at Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's he's a guy that, you know, and even coming out of Florida, I remember saying, you know, that he's the guy who's in, in a very rough situation because 
when you come out of the NFL draft expected to be a generational talent, like if you're not a Hall of Famer, you're basically going to be labeled a bust. And that's that's so difficult, uh, such a difficult situation. And then you're a high draft pick, which means you're going to a team that wasn't very good. And this isn't, you know, this wasn't a team that like lost their superstar quarterback. And that's why they had a rough season. So they're actually better than they are on the, you know, compared to their draft capital. Like, no, this was a team that earned that really high draft pick. Um, so, you know, just a lot of a lot of things kind of stacked against Kyle Pitts to start his career. And now this uh, on top of it. But, yeah, it does help the Washington commanders. You don't celebrate the injury, uh, but, you know, you can you can appreciate the the competitive advantage that your favorite team just got if you're out there as a commander's fan. Yeah, they're going to have enough to worry about with Drake London, who they really wanted in the draft, and also Corderell Patterson, more on the Falcons coming up throughout the week. The U.S. men's national team, David, came away with a draw against Wales on Monday in the World Cup. But coming up next, we're going to draw our own conclusions on Ron Rivera's decision to anoint Taylor Heineke the starter. Yeah, we're going to get into that conversation, and we're going to do so thanks to our friends over at Turo, the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and they're coming soon to Australia. I know we've got some Australian Commanders fans out there. You're going to be able uh, to participate in this Turo big, uh, big, big thing they've got going on as well. Forget boring rental cars. Find your drive at Turo.com, book an SUV or a minivan for your family road trip, the luxury car for a nice night out or date night or what have you, or test drive the electric vehicle that you've been considering looking into. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions. Do apply for Get Boring Rental Cars. Find your drive at Turo.com. Absolutely. And also by Prize Picks and PrizePicks.com. We told you about them at the top of the show. Our friends at Prize Picks have lots of fun in store for you, especially with a big turkey day of football. So here's what we want you to do go to Prize Picks, PrizePicks.com, or the app. Pick between two and five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you're going to win. So Thursday for Thanksgiving, how about Stefan Diggs in Detroit? More than the 87 and a half receiving yards. And combine that perhaps with Amon Ross St. Brown with more than seven. 75.5 receiving yards. And how about Darius Slayton of the New York Giants in Dallas with more than 50 and a hook on the receiving yards and you're in like Flynn. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's you versus the projections available. Prize picks available on not only the NFL, but the NBA, NHL, college football. Big weekend for that. Ohio State and Michigan. I know which one Mr. Harrison is rooting for. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100 percent instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, prize picks going to give you 100. If you deposit 50, prize picks going to give you 50. I did it, you did it, David did it. Let's do it all together and celebrate Thanksgiving football, baby. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, thanks once again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first view of the day. For your second listen to view, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter, the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. All right, David, let's get into it. We touched on it, obviously, on the post-game uh, episode while you were in Houston. Now you are back. 
And we know this. Taylor Heineke is the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders, David, until he's not. <laughs> what did we take away from Ron Rivera's decision? And I, I'm going to call it like this at the risk of, of being a little bit of a jerk, a media campaign to try and convince everybody that there's nothing to see here. Uh, it's weird. I'll put it to you that way. It's it's weird to me because the announcement is kind of being made in a specific kind of way that makes it sound like Taylor is the guy for the rest of the year. Just like he's our guy. Just like we heard coming into the season, Carson's the starter. He came here to be the starter. We want him. He's the guy. And now this message is being delivered in a way that says Taylor Heineke is the guy. Now, there are the footnotes, right? And and I know, you know, what we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but like it's not just a fan and media thing because Taylor Heineke, you know, again, for those of you who, who did see it, was asked about that news on the field after the win against the Texans, and he got very emotional, uh, you know, tears in his eyes and everything else. Like he takes it that way as well. And, and you know, and look, Taylor's been around. He knows how this business goes. You know, he, he see, he's seen it. You know, these guys have all seen it. Sam Howell is getting a lesson in the business side of the, of the National Football League right now uh, as an observer. And so he knows how this goes. But he is, you know, I, I don't think you get that emotional from, you know, a, a week in, week out decision like, you know, that. So it's being spun a certain kind of way, but then the footnote is being dropped behind it. So it's just it's it's a very interesting thing to me. And but I do feel like it is a decision that basically had to be made. Like you can't you can't have Taylor Heineke come in and win all but one start and, and see how much this team has improved around him uh, and and not continue to start him in, in the midst of all that. Yeah, l- let me just continue with that and say, this is the obvious decision. The, this, yeah. the, there was no decision to make when you're winning games, even though he has not sc- thrown a touchdown pass in two and a half games, right? This was the obvious decision to make, and it is the obvious call for many, many different reasons, which we've all discussed. Let me just counter, I guess, to to some degree and say, I kind of think it was an unnecessary, I'm calling it a media campaign, but here's why it was done, in my opinion. I think Ron was trying to stop all the dumb, stupid questions, (laughs) quite honestly, that popped up last week for no reason. And, you know, like we discussed this, I'm sorry, but like, There was no chance before Ron made the announcement. There was zero chance that Carson Wentz was going to start this past week against the Houston Texans. I like, I apologize for being so blunt about it, but it like the questions were just out of bounds. And I think Ron was trying to cut off that part, that element so that there wasn't a day or two of intrigue or questions being asked so that he wouldn't get blown up by every national reporter. Hey, 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 what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Guys, it's obvious. He can't do anything other than start Taylor Heineke, period. And even in comments he made to your colleague at SI.com, Albert Breer, right? He said, quote, yes, Taylor's our starter. And the big thing is, it'll always be about one game at a time. This is not, oh, he's the starter for the rest of the year. No, we'll talk only one game at a time. David, when you hear that, 
everyone ran and took the baton like, oh, my God, Taylor Heineke's the starter for the rest of forever. Yeah. No, it was for one game at a time. It's like this Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons and nothing more than that. But here's the thing, and that's what's kind of weird about this is like he said that after the game. Ron did. In the right. press conference, he said, because it because that stood out to me during the conversation. You know, he mentioned, you know, yeah, Taylor's going to be the starter moving forward. Da, da, da. And he even said, he's like, you know, look, we're still going to take things one week at a time. So right now I'm saying Taylor's a starter against Atlanta. He said that on Sunday night. And then, you know, he says it to a national guy on Monday and all of a sudden it, it just sets Twitter on fire. But that's but that's kind of the weird thing about this, right? Because Taylor comes out and he says, you know, he said it's a dream come true on the field. He said it's a dream come true in, in, in the press conference. Like, I don't think it's Taylor's dream come true to be a starter for one week. And and you know what I mean? Like, so that's what's weird about this is like mm-hmm. the way that Taylor's responding to to what's being said and the way that the initial kind of statements are being said doesn't really match up with the the caveat that follows up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the caveat makes sense. And, and I agree with that method of doing it. But I also think that, you know, this comment said to Albert Breer, because again, he said this, Ron said this on Sunday. This wasn't new Monday. But it came from Albert Breer. It came from a nationally known name. Right. And you remember the, the report that the, the team was going to go with Taylor moving forward also came from a national name. And it was team source. You know, I, I don't know that it was Ron. You know, it, you, we can make that assumption all we want. But whoever it was. But the thing, I think when a team releases information to a national source, that makes it a bigger story. I think if you want to call to, to kind of trim the story and to kind of squash it a little bit. You give it to the local guys. You give it to the Washington Post, to John Kyman, ESPN. It's still going to get a lot of traffic. Don't get me wrong. But it's not going to get the same traffic as it does when an Ian Rappaport says it or even an Albert Breer says it because those are guys that fans look at as saying they're inside. They have an inside connection, whereas the beat writers are just there every day and see it. So I think that if you don't want it to become a media firestorm, you give it to one of those guys, or you just say it in a press conference and you can even come out and say, look, we're not going to answer this question for the entire season. We will answer week to week. And right. for Atlanta, Taylor is our starter. I, and, I, I totally agree. Yeah, uh, that's and, that's and, just and, the way and, I think you go with it. And you're, you're absolutely right. But, but the reason why it became such a, a, a big hullababoo is because uh, the way Rappaport presented it on Sunday morning. And then the way, like you said, Ron answered it was a little bit different the way yeah. it was initially reported by yeah. Rappaport and then Jay Glazer on Sunday morning before they even played was like, this was a long-term thing. And right. Ron then again, took it and said, no, no, no guys, <laughs> one, one day, one week, one game. But it's uh, not really time. even like a backtrack. It's like he, cause, cause again, even at the press conference he says like, yes, Taylor's our guy moving forward. Right. But he kind of, and then he says, why is Taylor the guy? Cause we're winning. Okay. Right. And then he said, but then he says, but this is only for one week. Like, it's it's that's what I'm saying. Like the crafting of the message is just really, really weird to me. And it's opening the door that if mm-hmm. and I know there's some people who think the other shoe is going to fall eventually and Taylor is going to have one of those really bad mm-hmm. Taylor games. And if that happens and Carson comes back in, Chris, that clip of Taylor teary eyed on the field in Energy Stadium and the quotes of this is a dream come true. They're going to come back out. And I feel really bad for Taylor if that happens, because yes. I, like I said, I just I think the messaging is is going in two different directions here. Ron is good at talking. Ron is good at talking. Ron is not good at messaging. And and Maybe. and what I mean by that is exactly what you're talking about yeah. is again Ron is accessible and and there for anyone pretty much 
that hasn't burned him, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll give you his time. But the way the message often comes out is very confusing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's all of us trying to look for a different spin or reading between the leaves, whatever. But the bottom line is, is um, this is, again, a one-game Weekly right. referendum. That's it. If Taylor Heineke stinks on Sunday and they lose to the Atlanta Falcons, David, it's very possible. I don't want to say mm. likely, very mm. possible that Carson Wentz is the quarterback for the New York Giants on December yeah. 4th. I think Taylor deserves two games. Like if he comes out and lays an egg, he deserves to, to come back and have a chance to make it right. I I, I firmly believe that. That's you know fair. what I mean? I, I mean, I can't I can't say you're wrong about that because if he is the starter. That's why you name him the starter, not to yeah. have it be a one-game referendum, but yeah. Ron saying one game at a time. Coming up, and, and I'll add real quick, last thing. Like I've talked to NFL quarterbacks. Like uh, this isn't my opinion. I've talked to NFL. You cannot go out there and play quarterback in this league thinking that your job is on the line every right. single rep. You can't do it. So he's right. got to have, even if it's a one-game safety net. Okay, Taylor. Like this is a bad game. Safety net's there. You're good next week. Safety net's gone now. You've used it. Even if it's a one-game safety net, he's got to go out there with some confidence that he's going to be the guy moving forward. Coming up, your voicemails. That's right. And something the commanders can do this Sunday that, well, it's been done around here fairly often. But first, this podcast is presented by our friends at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for sports, betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Washington opening up as three-point favorites against the Falcons and a total of 43. We'll see how that line moves throughout the week with the Commanders getting a lot of love and with Kyle Pitts, as we mentioned, now out for the game. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to the World Cup, right? Soccer and esports and more. BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, right? Of course, you love this one. Uh, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Uh, we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix at BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, wrapping up this episode of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and we're doing it with voicemails. The team is doing better, so the voicemail line is picking up a little bit. We definitely got some regulars coming through, which we appreciate all of our regulars. But you know what, guys, we've got thousands, tens of thousands of listeners and, and consumers of this podcast. We want to hear from all of you. 
uh, as much as possible. So while we love our, our, our regulars, we also like hearing new voices. And we got one uh, coming out of North Carolina, Chris, that we're going to listen to here to get this segment started. What's going on, guys? Man, Anthony Jerome from North Carolina, man. I just got finished watching the game, and I'm excited, man. I must say, the guys are balling, man, especially on defense. I feel like we let off the gas a little bit in the second half, man. But at the end of the day, man, a dub is a dub. Hell to the commanders, man. I love to see us win this next game against the Atlanta Falcons. Let's go. All right. Well, that was pretty quick and efficient. Love the passion. Love the energy. You can tell this, this fan base starting to get fired up. Thank you to Jerome in North Carolina. Good to hear uh, from him, David. And and listen, this is what this is what it feels like to be fairly good in, yeah. in the hunt. Right in the hunt, and maybe even in playoff positioning, depending on as we record this, it's before the Monday night football game with San Francisco and Arizona. Maybe actually in one of the top seven spots, depending on what happens, of course, uh, with that game, which you know, uh, is pending. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think there, there's a good so it's it's starting the excitement's kind of starting to turn, start starting to turn into confidence, right? Like coming into the season. You look at the schedule and you're like, okay, there's like three games or so that you say this team should win. Like now you look at it. I mean, I'm seeing fans talking about, well, you got Atlanta, New York twice, Cleveland, and then you got Dallas. This team could win all five. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's a level of confidence that we haven't seen. All right, let's get to our buddy Hogskins with a voicemail right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. All right. First of all, I want to thank D Money for wearing his Neapolitan Air Force Ones. I want to thank Russell Mania. Picking Washington win again. <laughs> Russ, I see you still undefeated when you're picking Washington, baby. That's what I like. All right, but all joking aside, though, man, I mean, we should have we should have beat this team, man. The Texans are horrible. But Washington, they definitely need to put up more points, man. You you take away that pick six, man. And what, what, uh, man, <laughs> this team needs to definitely uh, put up more points on offense. I did like to see Logan Thomas get involved in the game. You know, I thought that was cool, man, because that dude, he was like non-existent. Who we got next? We got the Falcons. So I think we could take them. That's that FedEx bill, you know. I'm just I'm just glad, you know, we're winning again, man. Definitely a little more fun to watch than the, at the beginning of the season. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right, Hogskins. We appreciate you as always, pal, and appreciate the uh, shout-out there to D-Money. Right. <laughs> like yeah. That. You know, it actually kind of reminds me. I had, a, I had a buddy in the army, like very young, very early days in, in my army career that uh, used to call me H Town. I don't even know why. Like, just out of nowhere, just start calling me H Town. And I was like, well, I'm not from Houston. I get my last name's Harrison, but like, that's right. that's about it. So it was just say, kind of. But you did stay at a holiday. No, you didn't say it. All. You, you, <laughs> stayed, you stayed in H Town over the I weekend. I did. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting go. being there because, yeah, that kind of brought back. Those there memories. you go. All right. And one last one from Todd in Utah. Fire away, Todd. I haven't done a lot of research on this, so I can't speak as an expert. However, I think the only two quarterbacks that we have had in recent memory with a winning record would be Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke. Granted, Taylor Heineke is not perfect. He's got a few flaws in what he does. However, you can't argue with the fact that the guy's actually got a winning record and very few quarterbacks for the commanders have done that recent. Thanks, Todd, Utah. Bye. All right. Our guy, Todd, in Utah, helping us out there as always. Good to hear from all of you guys. Keep them coming. 
Uh, we will get to as many as we can. So you were doing a little research on this and yeah. you found some surprising results, right? So, yeah, I mean, so Todd really kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, yeah, at least since, you know, going back to 2018 when when Alex Smith got his first start, you know, with the Washington Commanders, uh, 11 and five as a starter in Washington and then Taylor Heineke, 11 and nine. And then what's important to remember, though, too, is like, that first game of the year last year where Taylor played 75 to 80% of the game, not technically a loss on his resume because he didn't start the game. That's actually Ryan Fitzpatrick's lone start. And so an 0 one record for him, but I kind of, Todd got me kind of curious. So I kind of wanted to go through here and say, well, okay, when was before Alex Smith, so you got a Smith in 2018, Taylor Heineke in 2020. That's when they got their first respective starts for the franchise. Who, who was the previous starter behind them to have a winning record. And obviously, you know, the guys might have had like winning stretches and all that stuff. But like, for example, Kirk Cousins first started in 2012. He leaves Washington 26 and 30 overall. So obviously not a winning quarterback. And look, I am not the Washington historian that a lot of people like you guys know, I'm new to this beat. I'm new to this team in, in a lot of ways and kind of learning as I go as well. But Chris, you've been around a block a little bit. I have. I wanted to ask you. With no game minimums, so it could be one start. It could be one start, and you won it, so you're 1-0. Who do you think the last quarterback to start for Washington was and to have a winning record when they walked away from the team? Okay, I I think I'm going to be wrong on this, but the name that kind of sort of immediately popped up Uh was Todd Collins. Yes. Yeah, I got it. You know Absolutely. Why? You know why? And this is why? important, especially you text with him this. and you asked him, Hey, did you have a winning record? <laughs> no, especially with this being this Sunday, uh, the 15 year remembrance of, of Sean Taylor. Right. And, mm, and, yeah. and, and everything. Well, 15 years ago, you know, after Sean, T was tragically killed. They came out and they lost that first game to Buffalo with the weird double timeout and Joe Gibbs and all that stuff. Right. And then on a Thursday night after Sean T's funeral, which was down in Florida, in between a Sunday and a Thursday game, Collins came in and led them. And I believe it was five straight wins to end the regular season that year, starting with a Thursday, a frigid Thursday night at FedEx Field, I believe against the Bears at a low scoring 13-3, 13-6 type game or whatever it was. And then they went on the magic carpet ride right through uh, until you know, the playoffs and they didn't lose until the playoffs again. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Todd Collins. I would not have guessed that name. Absolutely not. 20 or 20 or 20. 2007 was, uh, well, yeah, there was the 2007 to 2009 is when he played for Washington, mm-hmm. obviously. So finished. Yeah. No, I mean, didn't play a lot of games, but he has a winning record. Nonetheless, if you put the, the qualifier on this, that the Washington quarterback has to have at least a season's worth of starts, and I and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat that by saying at 16 starts, not right. 17 and 17 is right. a, a rather new number. Since Mark Rippon was throwing the ball around for Washington, three starting quarterbacks have ended their time starting at least 16 games and having a winning record when they left the franchise. Obviously, Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke. Well, he hasn't left yet, so that's still TBD, right? But as of right now, he's got a winning record. The other one is 16. Uh... Uh, Jay, uh, not Jason Campbell, right? Nope. I'll give you a hint. He won a Super Bowl after he left the team. Oh, Brad Johnson. Shortly. Brad Johnson, 17 and 10. 
Gosh, uh, as the Washington Brad Johnson quarterback. Look, Bucks fans forget Brad Johnson, and he well, gave them their well, he didn't give the defense gave it to him, but he was the quarterback of their first I mean, listen, franchise it, it, Super Bowl. All, yeah, he's got the ring that many many Absolutely. do not have. All right, a little yeah. uh, past Washington football history. Thanks, guys, uh, for all the voicemails and the great contributions. We appreciate you as well. Thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Now make the Locked On Sports Today podcast again your second listen and view. Peter Bukowski and friends go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes. Local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thanks to Jerome, thanks to Hodgkins and Todd Utah for all the contributions. We'll be back with back-to-back solo episodes heading into Thanksgiving Day with Crossover Thursday. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577 for my partner David Harrison. Covering Washington Commanders for Commander Country, SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Matt Hurt Show on the Team 980, always live and free and on demand on the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. If you're driving for Thanksgiving, flying, be safe. Don't do anything dumb. Don't do anything stupid. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.